0: Hey everyone, thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. Hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. Mindfulness and the Pastor Mindfulness is a big deal in today's culture. Businesses such as Apple, sports figures such as basketball player Kobe Bryant, and the popular press such as Time Magazine have all given in the stump of approval Governments are spending hundreds of millions of dollars researching it, and it has become a billion-dollar business. In fact, Apple chose a mindfulness app as their app of the year for 2017. But for a pastor and the person in the pew, what are the implications of mindfulness? The practice is often seen through scriptures that refer to meditation being still before God and contemplating. The application of these spiritual truths grew out of the first and second centuries following Jesus' resurrection when the Roman government severely persecuted the church. This prompted many believers to flee into the desert surrounding Palestine, Syria, and Egypt to seek God. We call these people the Desert Mothers and Fathers, or Desert Monastics. When Constantine, Emperor of Rome, claimed conversion in A.D. 312, persecution ended. About 70 years later, Christianity became the official religion of the Roman world, and churches rapidly grew. Unfortunately, the standards of membership were relaxed, and many professing Christians began to take on characteristics of the culture. Other believers felt that the cozy relationship between the church and the state resulted in a compromised, diluted, mediocre faith. So many more left the church and joined the monastics in the desert so they could know God better and keep their faith pure. They organized themselves into communities, established monasteries, and lived aseptic lifestyles while plying their trades and growing their own food. They began to develop a lifestyle of mindfulness reflected in the practices such as silence, solitude, and contemplation. By the end of the fourth century, more than thirty thousand monks and nuns lived in the desert by lower and upper egypt they viewed the desert as a place free from distractions and the laboratory to develop their minds resist temptation and love jesus more purely they learned many psychological insights about their mind long before psychology existed, they modeling for us how pastors can practice it today as a counter to our distracted and busy world. So how might these early practices benefit pastors? First, I describe mindfulness in two words, holy noticing. As I define holy noticing in this way, It is being fully present and mindful in each moment God has given us, noticing with a holy purpose God and His handiwork our relationships and our inner world of thoughts and feelings. Not only does scripture and church history affirm mindfulness, but neuroscientific research has discovered many practical benefits, including benefits to our brains and bodies, called epigenetics. The regulation of genes, turning on and off their expression in response to the environment, or as science continues to develop our brains, malleability, wholly noticing, can literally rewire our brains for the good. To help transform our minds, as Paul writes in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, Christian psychologists have also found that we can benefit from a mindful life in areas such as encouraging deeper connection to God's heart and compassion, helping us turn toward things we avoid in ourselves and in the world around us, enhancing Bible reading and growing our character and wisdom. Ultimately, mindfulness or holy noticing is a spiritual discipline that leads us right to the heart of Jesus. teaching. An example of how to live a spiritual life. It's not a magic elixir for every emotional or mental distress, yet, as you learn the art of holy noticing, you will spiritually flourish. Notice things with a holy purpose. Stay engaged in the present moment with greater joy. Connect more deeply to Jesus and others, and lead more effectively. As a pastor, I developed a method for practicing holy noticing that I call BREATHE, B-R-E-A-T-H-E model. Each letter in the acronym stands for one aspect of mindfulness and includes a simple skill and scriptures for that particular practice. I explain that model in my new book, Holy Noticing the Bible, your brain, and the mindful space between memories. Dr. Charles Stone received his Master's of Divinity at Southwest Baptist Theological Seminary, his Doctor of Ministry from Trinity Evangelical Divinity Seminary, and has served for 37 years in ministry.